Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hi, this is Michael Uslin. You're listening to Batman on Film. I'm vengeance. I have given a name to my pain. The Batman. Always waiting for some Batman to save you. It's simple. We are killed. The Bat of Gotham. Welcome to episode number 108 of The Social Hour, a BatmanOnFilm.com podcast. I am the founder of Batman on Film, this here website. I am Bill Ramey. Do you know that, Pete, that I'm Bill Ramey? I thought you were Jet. Depends. Depends on how salty you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And where do you rank right now on the, uh, the Morton salt meter? it's getting up there it's <laughs> gonna be a fun one today it's getting up there my friend right. Pete Vera senior BF contributor makes his uh makes an appearance on the social hour when's the last time you've been on this show it hasn't been that I long I can't remember huh? it hasn't been that long but you've been on the Batman on film uh airways of late I've been I've been, I've been on uh what's it called Batman animation yeah, I did. Uh, I did a episode with Hoss. We talked about um, a Harley Quinn episode, uh, and recently yeah. I did also a chapter by chapter with Justin. We did uh, yeah, one of the Joker scenes from '89 early on. Yeah, you just did the. Uh, you're a vicious bastard, Ratelli, and I'm glad you're dead. I think I did the one before that. I think I did uh, Joker. Yeah, 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 yeah. I stand corrected. That would be Ron Lauer who did that one. You did the one before that. Which one was that? Yep. I haven't been uh, on when that he kills Grissom. Yes. Wait till the, they, uh, get, the load. The next Wait till they get load of me. Yes. Okay. The infamous purple neck stain. Well, let me uh, go ahead and plug. If you are not, uh, if you haven't listened to uh, our most recent podcast here at Batman on Film Central called chapter by chapter or batman on film chapter by chapter uh we are currently on batman 89 and we y'all are we are what seven chapters in now so i think that's about right yeah so check those out those are pretty good their shows they're short they're 30 30 40 45 minutes you can listen to it on your lunch break while you're at the gym they're good check like that because they're, they're quick you know yeah yeah or not three or four hours. 
I don't know some how some shows. guys can do. Because if you're recording a three-hour podcast, it means you're on the mic for like six. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Probably. So how fired up are you that um, spring training for baseball started? I have, I have been pumped since Super Bowl Sunday because that's the turning point, really. That's the change of the seasons, literally, from football to baseball. I, I, I'm really excited. Um, I can't wait. Uh, there's a lot of... Um, a lot of the new toys to play with and uh, a lot of questions that have to be answered, but it's going to be a fun season. As Garrett would say, we had a nice little season. The side, the, well, the side, what am I talking about here? The sun, the weekend after the Super Bowl is like the worst weekend of the year for me. Cause there's no football and I'm, and there's like no football on. What do you do? Uh, you know what? I watched the freaking XFL. Oh, God. Just they, just so they, I can watch football. You and Paul Herman watching that XFL stuff. Oh, God. I'll watch it just because it's football. I will. Is so, it any good? Not really. I, here's the thing, though. Okay. Like, if the quarterback can't throw the ball, you can't watch football. So it's, it's, uh, it's relative, you know, okay. uh, as far as the – the the talent level so i mean it's are there just two spring dip- leagues right now isn't the usfl back too the usfl starts soon so yeah so i think there's a place no for i think there's a place for for one of the, for the one of them i don't think there's a place for two there's just not enough talent you know to go around i believe that especially it's, uh, with uh, especially with especially with quarterback and offensive linemen um, you know, there's did some you ever guys get into arena ball. I did watch it. Yeah. Back in the day. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't, I mean, I watched it cause it was football on in the spring. That was the only thing that was available at that time. Back I did go music. to, uh, I went to a Dallas Desperados game one time. It's probably been 20 years. Back in the I've double seen A's. it on TV. I've never watched it in person. It seems like it's a very interesting sport to watch. It is. It's <laughs> just imagine being on a playing football on a space size of a basketball court or hockey rink. I could imagine that. You know, <laughs> worked in a building very similar. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could see basketball court. I can't imagine it. I've been on the court and. An NBA size court, and it seems pretty short to play football. Hockey rink, there's a little, it's a little bit longer. I could see that, but that's still. I think like, that I think the dimensions. I can't believe they more. had field goals. Yeah, I mean they had field goals, and they had the nets on the side too. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, it's, it was something. It's still, it's still played somewhere, but I mean, it it, it had a, it had its run. The you know, it did. I remember New Jersey had a couple league. teams. Yeah, the the I think one was the Red Dogs. And then New York had the Dragons, I think. Yeah. I mean, Kurt Warner, there were some guys that came out of the U.S. or U.S. I said USFL, the uh, Arena League. Kurt Warner was an Arena League player. You know, it's very few and far between those guys make it out. Because was it like technically is it Herschel Walker or USFL player? 
right? Like who yes, is, he who, signed for the USFL. That was a whole different animal back then. That was, was that was a different beast. That. Yeah, but you know, you got Kurt Warner and you got what's his name Maddox from the Steelers who played with an LA yeah. team in the XFL. So not many guys. And what was his uh, Rod Smart? He hate me. Remember he hate me? Yeah. Not yeah. many guys make the jump from spring ball that you actually know their names, but uh, USFL back then when it came, you know, the original incarnation, mm-hmm. I mean, they were, they were, go, their plan was to go compete directly with the NFL. I mean, I, th- I think at one point, uh, former president Trump was trying to either buy a team or he owned, he owned the New, New Jersey generals. Okay. The New York, that's yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. He was involved. That's so. who, that's who Herschel Walker played for signed out of Georgia with them. There were a lot of, I mean, Reggie white played for the, USFL. I didn't know. I did not know Reggie yeah. white. Okay. Thank you. That's another one. They had, uh, there was, there were, I mean, Jim Kelly, Steve young. Wow. All those guys came from the USFL. They, they had, they had some talent. Yeah. They, you know, they had, you know, I, I don't think you'll ever see that spring ball. Like, I don't mean, geez. I mean, it was pretty success- successful. These days. And their downfall came when they moved to, they went to the fall and went head to head with the NFL, and that didn't that didn't work out was, so well. What, this is the eighties. I'm eighty six. So yeah. I was born eighty six. So oh man, I wonder. Oh, this is be- this was yeah. This is eighty. Right when I was getting out of high school. So. 80, 85, 84, okay. 85, 86, That that era, that period of time. That's interesting. That was, that was before that. Hey, that was before there were big time, big budget, big screen Batman movies. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. Yes. That's back, that's back when guys who played for Nebraska basically wear crop tops. <laughs> they used yeah. to wear the really short jerseys. You could see the pads. <laughs> yeah. That was well, that's 80s what, football at Nebraska, like even 90s football. We talked about this before. It's like they don't, those schools, I miss those schools. Those are the big schools I miss. Nebraska, Oklahoma. There, I was the old big, uh, the big eight back in those days. Running the wishbone. I remember what was his name? Eric Crouch. That was the last big name guy, I think, from Nebraska, right? I suppose. God, that's a long time ago. They were powerhouse. They were Ken Dorsey and Miami, uh, I was going to say Dolphins, Hurricanes. Back then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you want to talk some Batman on film? I talk whatever. I mean, I thought we were just shooting the shit. We are. I just want to know if you want, <laughs> you want to talk Batman on film or not. I'm ready there, to talk about. I, I always talk Batman on film. There is a little news, which I would say you got. not completely surprising, mm-hmm. but it kind of was like already. But yeah, I guess so. Kind of reaction, uh, according to Production Weekly. The Batman Part Two will begin filming in November of this year, twenty twenty three. You know, doesn't it just feel like yesterday we were all together to watch this movie? You know what? I was just thinking about that this morning. Honestly, it's been uh, it's been a year since I first saw the Batman. It's been what next weekend? I think is will be the uh, one year since we had the big watch party here. Mm-hmm. And it's gone by fast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what what do I always say? Enjoy the ride because it, it comes. I mean, it you wait and you wait and you wait and you think it's never going to get here. And now we're sitting at, you know, the Batman's been it's been a year since the Batman. And uh, you know what? It, it the penguin 
might make it seem like it's going by even faster because you're going right back into that world right before yeah. you go into the next movie. Yeah. And this is going to be a little bit of a bat ride that we haven't experienced, you know, having the, the spinoff streaming uh, show the companion show. Yeah. Uh, that's great. And uh, you know, it's a little bit different when you say, enjoy the ride with the first movie. It's like, enjoy the ride. Cause it's like, new aesthetic, new costume, new car, new yeah. city. Everything just looks different. The whole vibe is different. One director is totally different from the the, the, the previous director. And that's that goes from like, you know, series to series. So like that's, mm-hmm. it's fresh, it's new. You get to soak yeah. it in for the first time. Now you're in this world. You kind of got an idea what you think you can expect. And then there's what Reeves is really going to deliver. You know, there's a speculation because, yeah. You know, you've got something to chew on, you know, three hours of the Batman. So it's like, oh, man, to get back into this world with the Penguin first, you know, <laughs> it's just it just it feels like yesterday. I do every time it feels like the first time you're just man. Wow. I can't believe the Batman. And then it's like I turn around. I'm like, oh, my God, the sequel's already here. <laughs> How let me ask you this question. How what was your anticipation level? For the Dark Knight. Oh, Dark Knight! Uh, it was uh, on, a, on a scale of like ten being the max, like a forty. Yeah. <laughs> Dark okay. Knight was unreal. And you for felt me. like, and there was I was all a the... sophomore, junior in college, so like okay. So great. and then and then there was all the uh, uh, the viral marketing and all that stuff that went with it, you know. And you mm. probably felt like it's never going to get here. I can't wait to get here. I wanted to get here, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. And it's been 15 years since then. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. So that's what I'm saying. We 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 need to enjoy. This is the to me, this is like it's as almost as fun as watching the movie. Because the movie sometimes is anticlimactic because you've seen it, you know. Mm-hmm. The anticipation is so much fun. And with it filming now. Uh, we know it's going to be released on October 3rd of 2025. Um, another another big scoop there from Batman on film there, Pete. Yeah. And I said, I always, you know, I said 2025. So see, big scoop. You know, big, Batman on film is a big scoop site, right? Yeah. <laughs> from what I hear, you've been yeah. scooping for years. Yeah, scoop left and right. <laughs> like it's Baskin Robbins. Yeah. Let's call it Baskin and Robbins. We should just call this Carvel on film. Yeah. <laughs> we're just scooping so, it out. <laughs> so um, so we're, you know, it's actually going to start filming a, about two years before the film is released. But the fact that it will be filming uh, later this year, we're going to start hearing casting stuff before you know it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's. That's crazy because we're still getting casting for Penguin, you know, mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> and I, you know, cause they, they're very connected, obviously. So you're wondering like, who, is there any crossover? So I wonder if anyone who's going to get cast in the Reeves and we might pop up uh, or if anyone who, who has yet to be cast in Penguin will pop up in the Batman. Like, Oh, I bet I would uh, to have I, these I, two I, things go yeah. simultaneously. Like it's almost like sensory overload, you know, like, yeah. I can't even worry about the so-called issues going around the rest of the DCEU when I'm juggling Penguin and the Batman. Yesterday, Batman news, I'm like, oh, this is great. Like, I have something positive to focus on. I mean, blow your mind. I know you you check out Batman on film quite a bit. I even got the 
I got the old countdown going for the Batman part two. It's always there. It's always there. Every movie. Let's let's just let's just give us an idea. We are at not at this moment on uh at, it is 9:20 a.m. as we record mm-hmm. this central time 10:20 eastern where you're at. It is the 24th of February 2023 and we are 951 days, 13 hours, 38 minutes and right now 50 seconds from the Batman part 2. That countdown clock. I'm not going to look. And at you it look at the countdown it's clock. Farther and away. <laughs> and it, it, but the Dark Knight was 15 years ago, my friend. Yeah. Batman Begins was 18 years ago. That's crazy. That's crazy. <clears throat> so and I mean, they were after 30 some years, we're getting the return of uh, a very it, special yeah, Batman. Didn't. So <laughs> that's you know that's we're going to get casting news. We'll get that. That will tell us. At least, uh, unless they pull a Nolan, you know, Nolan had um, sometimes, well, you know what? <laughs> there was always he, a mysterious, like, like a Reeves fake did pull a lying Nolan. around, you know? Yeah, he a decoy, that's no- a good one. He, he pulled a Nolan for the for the Batman with uh, Barry Keoghan. Yeah, so yeah, there's always the decoy, you know? Yeah. I want to call it, you know, the, uh, I was going to say fake cast earlier, but yeah, the decoy, I like that decoy better. Which is but, cool because yeah. we know so much about how the movie's made, and by the time someone gets cast, everyone's already speculating. Mm-hmm. Usually, they tell you who it is. When they don't tell you who it is, you're kind of like, "Oh, I wonder who it is." So it's just, I don't know. I, I kind of I, I appreciate the decoy and the fact that when they decoyed uh, Barry, because I can't mm-hmm. say his last name, that he was Merkel. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I could see Merkel being in this movie." <laughs> so Reeves did yes, an A-plus he was, job there. He was originally credited as Officer Stanley Merkel. Yeah, and I went. Hmm, he's kind of a too. He's too uh, big of an actor. Is he play okay. some play some small, you know, small extended cameo role, which ends up being an extended cameo, but ain't no small role he was playing. So right, yeah. But for the most part, when they announced the casting for the Batman, they it was just you know. It's pretty uh, straightforward. It was straightforward. They they told you, you who know. the main characters were, you know. Uh, it wasn't like Pattinson, a hard you know, first, You know, Pattinson and the rest. Uh, uh, Jim Gordon. Uh, who else? Were, who was all? I mean, hell, Cat, uh, Catwoman, uh, and the, you know. the woman who played uh, Bella Real. She was always she was always front and center too. Yeah, she. Had, yeah, that was. Uh, bigger role than you would have thought you know the, the mayor of gotham yeah. or gotham mayoral yeah. candidate so she had quite a few scenes yeah sure we'll see her again but yeah going back to what you said with the penguin i would almost i would bet a year's salary in monopoly money of course that there will be some individuals who will be in the penguin will show up in the batman part two Ooh. Including Ooh. Colin Farrell. Oh, he's almost. I think. I think he will be in every film of this. So, are you, you saying Colin Farrell is our new uh, Killian Murphy? He's, he's the speaking <laughs> he's of gonna... Killian. Speak of Killian Murphy. 
Opera I'm gonna get on the tangent. Soon. I just, I just finished Pinky Blinders. Ooh, did you watch Pinky Blinders? I did not, but people told me I would enjoy it. It was good, really good. Anyway, uh, yes, I think I think uh, I think he'll have a bigger role than Killian Murphy did because I mean he was what basically two cameos in Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he was in, he was in all of them. I think the penguin will have a more Colin Farrell's penguin will have a bigger role. In uh, that's great. I'd love to see it. I love you I know because because Colin Farrell said you know <clears throat> I only did I only shot for a month and you know I wasn't and all that much. Stuff. He felt like he was in the entire film though. You know the way he was. Well, the film takes place a lot in the Iceberg Lounge. You know, yeah. Ozzy's not always there. It's, sometimes it's about uh, Mr. Falcone. But uh, it takes place a lot of the Iceberg Lounge. His, his name's brought up quite a bit throughout the investigation. Um, Selena works at the Iceberg Lounge, so it all kind of stems back to that's that's almost kind of like the main uh, main uh, meeting hall of the film. <laughs> you know, everyone gets he gets taken down. The Riddler's house is across yeah. the street. You know, so it's kind of sure. like yeah. uh, you know ground zero for that film. I mean, sure he didn't he didn't have as much screen time as Robert Pattinson, who was like in every freaking scene in the movie almost. Right, but, I mean, yeah, uh, we're following yeah. him. But he, it wasn't like he was in one part of the movie and then you never saw him again. He was, he was throughout sure. the movie, you know. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, and the penguin he made it in to, the montage. Yeah, <laughs> the closing montage. The penguin is about to start shooting in New York City. You going to try to go down there and check out they shoot on location? Uh they are they're shooting on location in New York and New Jersey. More very likely I check out the New Jersey stuff. Uh it's just a little bit more accessible. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what happens um with that. I do get like newsletters from like the New Jersey Film and Television Commission, mm-hmm. so I'll see if okay. they send anything about it. It'd be interesting. I wonder how much of that technology, you know, that, you know, they use that, um, that LED stuff. High, the yeah. That high def, uh, instead of green screen, high def. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder how much they'll use. I know, you know, I know they filmed, they, they filmed the Batman in the UK, but I mean, with that stuff, it's almost like you just set up the, you just set up the screens and you've got the, you can, it doesn't matter where you can create the set anywhere. Cause you've, you've got, you know, the, yeah. You know what I mean? The the it's it's, it's you know it, set and forget it's it. it's CGI for the or and and probably a blend of CGI and and real stuff that's projected mm-hmm. that they act in front of. So it doesn't you can if you got the screen you can you can, you can uh, shoot anywhere shoot it anywhere. And I wonder yeah, how much we'll I wonder how much know. like from the Batman they'll use, um, like you know like the shot from um, Falcone's office. You saw that mm-hmm. quite a bit overlooking gotham and and just you know the cityscape of gotham and the skyline and whatnot i'm sure they'll use some of the stuff they use in the batman i'm sure i mean i couldn't tell what was what was uh you know quote unquote green screen or not i thought they did a phenomenal job with this movie so oh they they said it they were talking about acting in front of it it's way better than green screen because you only you actually you have a feel for the environment Yeah, yeah you know that you're supposed so to be, cool. yeah. be, be in. So I don't really care what they use to make, get it done. <laughs> as long as they make a badass movie, to be brutally honest, you know, like I was saying this on my show straight out the long ago. I was like, 
I wish movies were still made like RoboCop, RoboCop in like 1987, you know, like that's pretty much just all practical effects and blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, it's, uh, it's cool how they have developed this new, uh, uh, I don't, I like it, it. I don't know what to call it. It's like green screen. This HD TV. <laughs> this is like, what is this? Like 12 K <laughs> it's like, it's essentially you're acting in front of a huge, yeah. super high def screen. And that's the background, the background, you're in the that background. You're in you you can see the actors can see it and whatnot. Instead of green screen, you also watch a game on that TV. There, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. It's like kind of like acting in front of the big, the big screens up at over at A T T Stadium. Yeah, in a way, I'm sure. It was the so, definition much better though? But yeah, we'll get we'll start getting uh, casting news. It'll be interesting, and then people will start writing the movie in their mind once they know what. What actors? Well, you, what you've already told everyone it's Clayface, so yes, every, we're gonna get a giant mud monster like I have here. Oh, I know you're no. really excited about that. It's not that Clayface. It's, I, it's, I know you're excited about this mud monster. It, it's the original Basil Carlo, master disguise, psycho former actor. Did you say Boris Karloff? <laughs> Boris Basil Carlo. <laughs> Not Boris Karloff, not Frankenstein, <laughs> sir. But yes, uh, but yeah, but you're right. I mean, we'll get the penguin. It, it shoots. I think it's supposed to shoot until like November. So Believe we'll so, go yeah. from that right into the Batman shooting and why the penguin. That's why shoot- like, it's going to be the smoothest transition we've ever had. Because first yeah. of all, the first year has gone by really quickly. And then yeah. you're getting this spinoff show, which we've never gotten before. So, I mean, you know, just ask all those crazy Star Wars fans how much they enjoy going from movies to Mandalorian to <laughs> yeah. whatever, whatever they're not. I mean, you could ask Eric, but those people complain about everything anyway. They're worse than DC fans. <laughs> but, you know, it's going to be like that. It's going to be real. I think it's going to be really smooth. Already, no, first of all, it already has been. I've never seen it. I don't have Disney Plus because there's nothing on there that I'm a huge fan of. Uh, you would you would love, uh, what's it called? Uh, She-Hulk. I, there's look i mean i'm being honest here and being for real there's there's just nothing i got netflix i got you know whatever there's nothing on disney plus that i'm a fan big enough fan of to, that i would need to have that paid really monthly. honest if it wasn't for the mcu stuff i wouldn't have it and i don't even have it i have somebody else's like a, you know like i'm one of those bad people who shares a password <laughs> so you know so i I'm technically i don't even have it either I'm going to get to the MCU here shortly, but I'm going to finish up with this. So yeah, we'll go, we'll get, we'll be covering, you know, I'm just speaking of like Batman on film. We'll be covering the penguin stuff. I'm I'm sure there'll be more news come out and we got to do you know, something cool for that. Cause I'm thinking like, it's the first time we've done a show. We'll, we'll get a trailer, you know, like a real show, then, not Gotham. <laughs> yeah. We'll get a, there'll be a trailer. There'll be, we'll get, uh, you know, we'll get official publicity images for it it'll be it's gonna be fun and then it'll drop i think it'll come probably mid middle of next year early to mid mm-hmm. next year i'm sure so it's kind of like the it'll be like the halfway point and then and don't forget we also have gotham knights well i don't even, I don't even know what that is the <laughs> game the video game no the cw show the last hurrah uh, enjoy 
That's all I got. <laughs> Just see, he's not grumpy. He wants you to enjoy it. Everyone enjoy it. Everyone who watches all 15 people who are going to watch that show. I can't yeah. believe that. You're looking at one of them. I'm, looking, I'm totally checking I, that show. I, I can't believe that that <clears throat> thing didn't get canned. Once I'm the, surprised uh, it didn't, to be brutally honest. Um, I'm sure it's a one and done, but. I'm interested in that just because I'm, I'm like, what are you guys going to cook up? <laughs> What's going on over there? Yeah, I have. I was interested as I am in the Penguin because I think the Penguin is going to be remarkable. But uh, Gotham oh, Knights is, you know, they're interested for totally different reasons. <laughs> the Penguin's going to be quality TV. I mean, prestige TV, probably probably feel like a like a movie. I wonder a series if the penguin is really like as good as we we think it's going to be. I'm curious to the rewatchability about it because when it comes to like an HBO show, that's very similar to like Penguin. Like you're looking like Sopranos, uh, Boardwalk Empire, uh, what was it? The Wire, right? Those kind of like criminal shows. I think The Wire was on, but either way, like those shows have huge, have such a mass amount of rewatchability. Like I still watch Sopranos to this day, and it aired when I was, I was like ten, you know. So all this time, I'm still rewatching and stuff. And people still rewatching Boardwalk Empire and so on and so forth. Like these HBO shows have a just a way of sticking with people. And I'm curious, like I, st- you know, there's still people who we watch peacemaker, even though it's, it's a, it's a lower amount, a drastically lower amount. But like, I'm, I'm curious, like I'm wondering how this show will stick. Cause you know, you could pop in a one hour episode and enjoy it. And man, you know, you're all of a sudden you've binged four hours. You don't even know, you know, I think, like, I think fans and I'm, and I'm, cause I'm saying this cause I'm, I'm thinking about the way I'm thinking actually is like, because my anticipation level for the Batman part two will be so great. Mm-hmm. I'll watch that over and over. I'll watch the Batman and then this back to back several times yeah. leading up to the Batman part two. You know, I mean, you could almost get through half a season of Penguin in the amount of time it takes you to watch the Batman, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Think about that. You know, that, you that's three that's episodes basically. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Of eight, almost half. Yeah. Yeah. That's close. Yeah. You know, and these H like I said, these HBO shows they have a way of sticking with people. So I wonder the penguin being as grounded as it probably is gonna be, I wonder I wonder if it'll have some have some weight to it and stick. Oh I'm, I'm very sure. curious. I, I I would bet money yes hmm. that it will. Um one last thing about the penguin. Scuttlebutt is all about that Pattinson, Robert Pattinson will pop up in the penguin at some point not sure that's if he will be batman or bruce wayne but either way that's great i totally <laughs> i've i've always figured he would just his enthusiasm for this this world and batman i yeah i mean it, mm-hmm. it takes place right I, after the you know you it takes, think about it what would how would you you know if you really want to draw people in you tease Batman in the first episode, right? You get people talking about it. Everyone starts watching episode one. I, or do you wait for like the season finale and try I'm, to get your number? It's a numbers I'm, poll either way, right? I'm making it known that he is in it, but I'm not going to say when. 
Fair know? enough. Okay. Got to keep. Got to catch and up. And people, weeks, yeah. Would you rather see him as Batman or what well, if he's just Bruce Wayne hanging out at the Iceberg Lounge, do, being detective? As whatever fits, whatever. However, they wrote yeah. the story. Either way, yeah. I if he's in it, that's great. I was fine just getting like Gordon and Bach to be honest, like returning. Like if that's who propped up from the movie, like I was totally content with that because I just. It seemed logical that the police would be involved, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, the fact that, you know, Pattinson is going to be in this either as Bruce Wayne or as uh, Batman, it's still a win-win, you know? Like, great. Yeah. So you don't Bruce have a preference. Wayne, he's just trying Bat- to buy the iceberg lounge? Like, so be it. <laughs> I I think, what do you think? I You don't overdo Pattinson. I think it's probably just a, a one-off. Like he's yeah. just in it. I think you got to. I think it would be great. You know, yeah. Just a little something. A, you want enough to pay, make people want more, which will end up being, of course, part two of the Batman. So, but which will that, probably end up being him making appearances both. Just like I don't know, it'll probably be like one episode, right? Like that's what I'm thinking. If they do it, yeah. if they max out, he'll it'll be two quick like scenes. As both were, I don't know. We'll see. Who cares? Just, 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 I would love to. I'd love to see it to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I look. We got, we got the Falcone family is going to be in it. Uh, yeah, Sal Maroney. Mm-hmm. This is going to be great. Would you like for them to introduce? What do they introduce? Harvey Dent. See, I feel like Harvey's got to come in to clean things up. So I think it's got to get a little dirtier. Like, I think once Penguin and, like, the so-called freaks of Gotham start taking over, I think that's when Harvey starts popping up to bring a, a more, you know, impactful form of justice. Harvey, I hope Harvey Dent, D.A.O. Harvey Dent comes in. And we don't get Two-Face for a while. As much as I, I, oh, love, and I love the Dark Knight, fun. and it made sense in the Dark Knight. That that was, I mean, the whole the 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 arc, the character arc is really Harvey in the Dark Knight, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to you know Batman or Bruce Wayne. But I I just think you, you're going to use Two Face again. You got to and you, you do it different. You know, we didn't see we saw, you know, maybe Harvey's introduced in the Penguin. Maybe he's in the Batman Part Two, and. There's no two face until yeah. Later I just on. feel like Harvey. I, I feel like Penguin's got to cause some havoc, and then Harvey's going to be kind of like you know motivated to then run for yeah. office, you know. So I halfway through Penguin season one, so we're on episode four or five. Let's say that's when Harvey starts getting involved. That's probably when Gotham's probably at it's like breaking point because I, I it's like I imagine there's going to be some sort of mafia confrontation, right? And then there's going to be some like there's gonna be some time to like establish law and order right i, I just mm-hmm. the way the show should peak in valley right because then it's like it's yeah. got to be chaos again for the batman you know so it's got to come down before it goes up again um so we'll see i mean i don't know but uh i'm I, I don't work in hollywood but i just all i know is i'm very excited to get more ozzy and uh i would love to, I, man i'm trying to think like and this version of the iceberg lounge is interesting because we we haven't seen too much of it, you know. We've only kind of seen that like, that one area with like the scaffolding and the stair in that stairwell where Batman's either like walking or kicking those guys' asses. And uh-huh. then uh, you know, you spend more time at forty four below. So I'd love to just, I don't know, see more of the Iceberg Lounge because it 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 didn't look like 
I mean, it, it looks like New York. It just looks like some just nightclub in the middle of like yeah. the, the meat packing district. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we are because it's, do you sure need a giant iceberg in the iceberg lounge? Of course. Do you, need, you know, do you yeah. want like seals in like a yes. pool in the middle with seals and maybe a polar bear? What's in, I want it to be exactly like what's in the comic books. And it's not like that. So that means you need an iceberg Island off the shores okay. of the city. Yeah, that's it. He's gonna rebuild it. It's gotta be comic book. He's got he's gotta move it from the meat packing district in Gotham. He's gotta move it out to the to the into a river or you know, somewhere, and it's gotta be uh, it's gotta be a real iceberg and <laughs> it, and there has to be there like be polar Arctic bears animals and there. Yes. Yes. If it's not like that, then it's not legit. It's not valid. Yeah, let me ask you something else. Yeah. Reeves loves 66, and we know this. Yes. He incorporated a decent amount of 66 elements in his first movie. Sure. Is there anything you would like to see Reeves kind of take from 66 for the Batman 2 and put his spin on it? Is there anything you could think of? Hmm. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Yes. Two things, I believe. Mm-hmm. The bat phone. Okay, okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'd like to see that as well. And the bat poles. Okay. I want I want Robert Pattinson, you know, I want that that bookcase to slide and there'll be a pole there that says Bruce and he slides down and when he comes out, he's Batman at the bottom in the bat cave. And he doesn't have to carry it. See, then that way he doesn't have well, to carry it. Well, you're actually the getting bat- the bookcase slide in the in the yeah. flash. So you're yes. getting that really soon. Yeah. See that way he doesn't have to carry the bat suit around in a in a duffel bag. He just slides. <laughs> he just slides yes. down that pole, and somehow when he gets to the bottom, he's it's Batman. And it says Bruce. The pool. The pole has to say Bruce. It has there, to right? say that. Yeah. It'll say Bruce and Alfred. You know, I, in a, <laughs> um, you know, there was the, speaking of the '66 stuff in the Batman, there was the Shakespeare. Um, Shakespeare, yes, Shakespeare was there. The Shakespeare, that's not a statue. What do they call those? Bust. Uh, bust, yes. Bust. Yes. So and I he would... did the, uh, the wall run, you know, with, yeah. with, the, with the rope. He did, he put his twist on that. And I, I enjoyed and, that. And all, so. in all seriousness, I, I like things like that. You know, I don't want him re- literally picking up a red bat phone and going, yes, commissioner, or, you know. The, 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 so you just want the red phone. Doesn't have, the receiver doesn't have to have bat wings. Yeah, I, it's just I like the little subtle things in the background, you know, like the Shakespeare bust and stuff. Like it would that. be cool if, like, just like, and I'm just like fanning out here, but somehow Reeves contacted Gordon and Gordon's phone was just red. Like, I would yeah. take that. I would that would be fine for me, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> however, Batman calls Gordon. Gordon just has yeah. a red phone. <laughs> yeah, a red yeah. iPhone or something. Okay, that'll work. That'll work. For but, sure, yeah. I so, think I yeah. like your suggestions. Though I think I would love to see his take on that stuff. Like, that's cool to me when a director takes something and just puts his spin on it, and it's like, oh, that's hey, that. But it's, you know it's, what? Maybe 
and I'm just, you know, maybe, maybe there is like, he lives in that freaking penthouse mm-hmm. and got, okay. And there is, you know, the back cave is the old, old train area, yeah. train station area below it. It's a long pole. Maybe, maybe <laughs> he has a, maybe he slides like a fireman down there. You know, he doesn't come out as Batman, but it's a quick way to get, to get there. He's you know? like the Batman forever. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'd be down for that. Whatever. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm, you know, I feel like the I I'm feel about the sixty series just like Reeves does. We're we're the same vintage, me and mm. Matt Reeves. So I his sensibilities are very close to mine. I trust All right. Matt Reeves. So we yeah, we got a lot of it'll it's starting. It, the ball's starting to roll. Where we get casting, we'll have penguin. Uh, we'll get the penguin sometime next year, and then the publicity will start for the Batman Part Two, and psh, it'll be here before you know it. Those nine hundred and some odd days will be gone, blink of an eye. That's how it works. Looking Pete. forward to it. That's how it works. All right. Looking forward to the watch party. Let me. Yes, there will be. I may start making. A, I may make a page for that now, um, or sometime soon. So, let me ask you this. This is a a hot take question. Uh oh. You are a fan of the MCU, correct? Yeah. Okay. Or do you, uh, uh, or would you say you enjoy, you enjoy it because it's superhero movies? I enjoy superhero movies. Yeah. So you're not, a, but you're not a, you're not, you're not like a diehard. No, MCU fan. I'm not. I'm not. A, a I'm fan. not an every. I'm not a connected person. It doesn't have to. And you have you and have you seen? Everything MCU, up until Ant Man, you've not seen Ant Man. No, I'm not. three. Okay, Correct. that's the only thing. Ant Man and Wasp: Quantumania. I have not seen it. Okay, all right. If I it, agree or disagree, the MCU has ruined the way people watch superhero films, genre films. Agree. Okay. I do too. I think that. Yeah. And I, I think it's a lot about the uh the post credit scene and the big like Okay, there you go. I, five years. I posted that in the Facebook group and people were I don't know if they totally got what I was saying, but yes, I think people I think the MCU has negatively affected the way people watch these type of movies because it's almost about going to see what's next. I want to see the Easter eggs. I want to see the little nod to what's coming. I want to see the post-credit scenes. And I want to see what's coming next, as opposed to not enjoying the movie for just what the movie is. So what you're saying is they make two-hour commercials for the next big thing. Look, I was going to ask you if you were all caught up with the Marvel stuff, because... I haven't watched anything. I watched the last Avengers film and then I watched No Way Home. But I've always felt like <clears throat> as the MCU progressed, even in the early stages, that the overarching narrative and the and the hints and the to what's to come and the post credit scenes were getting a little bit more and more as as it progressed, but it, it didn't, 
it didn't affect me negatively, but I've, I, I just, I did some research. Cause like I said, I haven't watched anything other than Spider-Man, the last Spider-Man film, but I, I see a criticism even from the Marvel fans saying it's gotten overdone with that, with that stuff that I think I've, I posted an article I read. It was like, I'm a huge Marvel fan and I'm done with the MCU legitimate outlet. Not a, you know, not a fan page or anything like that. Not frankly, not, not anything like, not like a Batman on film page, but something a little bit more mainstream genre website, legit outlet. But it was like, you know, the criticism I've seen with this Ant-Man film is like, it's just, it's nothing more than setting up what's coming next, you know? And that's been a, like uh, an yeah, overriding theme in these films, you know. They're basically and then, just and, and then, Kang. then you you get to the point like you have to watch it. Like I liked the first Doctor Strange movie, and then the the second one came out, and it was like, okay, I didn't watch freaking um, what was it called, Wandavision? Like I said, I don't have Disney Plus, and then there were people like. Yeah, it would probably help if you seen WandaVision before you went and saw Doctor Strange. And I'm like, well. So how far out of the loop, how far out of the loop were you for Doctor Strange? Did you have no idea what was really going on? I didn't see Doctor Strange. Too. Okay, so you didn't even bother. Okay. I didn't bother because I, I, be I mean. I, I'm actually curious to see what you would think because you haven't seen WandaVision. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice to know what someone who didn't see WandaVision and went into Doctor Strange and then say, well, I didn't get half the movie. See, that that I think that would be interesting. I'd love for you to actually watch Doctor Strange and tell me what you think. How much of that movie was impacted mm-hmm. by not seeing WandaVision? That's like, I think that would be cool. That's a good that's a good idea. I mean, I, yeah. need to, I don't know. Because I actually think I that, like, that Doctor Strange it, movie is yeah. really good, Bill. Yeah. That's a, it's, the MCU hasn't made anything. It's like, it's actually kind of one of its kind when it comes to the MCU. I mean, it would, it Blamey seems it, this, just reading it, it kind of seems like it's up my alley because I like like yeah. alternate reality time for I mean all that kind of stuff, you know. I think you would uh, dig dig it, but and I, and I did not like seeing the, Wandavision. I wonder how much you'd be lost. I did like, but I mean that's like I real I really my my um uh desire uh for MCU films is really I just I'm not interested that much in it anymore. It's just gotten. Well, they've also a, gotten to I'm a point a, yeah. where they're they're they started this thing with kind of lower tier characters. They didn't have Spider Man, the X Men, right? Yeah. So they started with Thor, Iron Man, and Captain America, yeah. and the Hulk. But now, like you know, Iron Man is dead. Captain America is you know spending uh, retirement very nicely. Thor's kind of a joke. Hulk can't be used. It's it, they're in a weird like transition period. Spy- apparently spider-man's coming back for a fourth movie they have the script uh they have a they have an idea of what they're doing they're writing the script uh black panther unfortunately passed so it would and that's a transition itself like they're in a weird i think transition period with the title characters it's almost kind of like they're delaying the x-men until they need them desperately to gain the audience back because that's in my opinion their next big thing so the novelty is worn off would you say the novelty of the shared universe and the and the Easter eggs and the over overarching storyline and the um, post credit scenes. It's not 
maybe it's like it's one not as gi- novel giant entity, but like I think Easter eggs are fine. You know, like a, as long as it's it doesn't have to be just over the top. You know, like you can have an Easter egg and it's totally fine, and I can live with it. A cameo is great, but I don't need like excessive cameos. Like as much as I love like Spider Man Homecoming, it sucks that Iron Man's in the movie yeah. so much. Yeah, you know, but I still love the movie. But in my opinion, it's like. I mean, I've always said this, like, I don't buy, like, issues of action comics hoping to see the Flash pop up. Yeah. Like, the only time I kind of hope these characters interact is in the pages of a Justice League book. Like, Yeah, if you want that, go read that. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, like, every once in a while, like, you go we, back... just, we just, Zdarsky just did Batman where we just had the entire Justice League in basically his story yeah. in the first arc. So, like, it does happen. I get it. I just don't need it to happen every issue or every movie, but... You know what can I say? Like they they've done this for twenty years, and it's it's actually started to slow down after twenty years. Like it, they've been an unstoppable juggernaut. Yeah. You knew it was going to happen, and it just kind of makes sense. It's run its course. Well, we say that now until Spider Man comes back and it makes another billion dollars every film. <laughs> I look, I'll go see another Spider Man film. My hope is that it is the way the last one ended because I wasn't. A, I'm not a big fan of this. MCU Spider-Man. I didn't like the Tony Stark and giving yeah. him everything in this suit. I mean, I like uh friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, you know? You kind of set that up with the way the last one ended. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope that the next movie is like a true Spider-Man film we'll see. without without Avengers and all this coming in. But going back to my point, Spider-Man show. <laughs> I think a lot of the I think people were like, I was out of my mind when I posted that and went, you know, I think the MCU is, is, is effed up the way people watch these films or what they, what see, they, the problem they, with what posting they think on they the want to see is that people take your words exactly as how they're written as opposed to like podcast format where you can expand a little mm-hmm. upon your thoughts. Like you write something and people are like, well, that's how we read it. That's it's like, there's the things that get lost like context and such. But yeah, like I, I, I kind of get both sides, but um, people, I mean, if you listen again, this is the key. If you listen to the Batman on film podcast, if you read various Batman on film articles, yeah, then yeah. I can read after, well, and here's the thing I've been reading you for 20 some years, Bill. Um, I can, oh, you, and you now, speak and jet. I, I know your tone. Like I know how to read and talk jet you, in you a way. I've been, I've been doing it for okay. so long. Yeah. Like when I read an article, I can hear your voice. Like I know how you're yeah. speaking to me. And that's just from, again, the podcast has actually helped more than anything. Cause I'm listening to you, but th- th- that's what we keep saying. Like you got to read and pay attention. That's, to how film. By saying that it, saying. it has, it's not saying that the Mar- the MC wasn't successful. That would be an idiotic statement because it's been, super successful hugely successful um it's that i think they have i think they have skewed and and messed up the way people watch these type of films and you see this right now it really became evident to me when people say i'm not going to go watch the flash because it doesn't lead to anything i'm not going to go watch well uh, i don't get that those any of the DC films that are coming this year, because it doesn't lead to anything. It doesn't go anywhere. There's not going to be, you know, uh, you know, they've been there. They have. Um, it leads to the end of that movie. What are you talking about? Just watch. Yeah, the film. I, that's my point. Go, go watch the film. 
for the film itself. But it'll lead to a sequel if you next. watch it and it's a successful movie. It's, you know, that, <laughs> when I posted that, I it was know. like, so you go see. I, I just think people are very spoiled. Not people, but fans are very spoiled now. Like, I mean, you, you had a rougher than I did. I mean, I, I grew up at a time where all I had was, you know, the, the, the Batman franchise and, you know, Reeves Superman movies. Like, you know, like it, it, there were a few far between. And now it seems like there's what one every couple months plus a yeah. TV show. Like but Disney has said they're cutting down on the way they release stuff on Disney Plus. They think they did a little bit of oversaturation. Uh, you know, that's <laughs> coming from the juggernaut itself. So, you know, they, they, it, there is something to be said about people craving this stuff and wanting it. And, you know, but, you know, the MCU also changed the way Hollywood makes movies. Everyone makes movies like they do. You know, everyone makes a movie that's connected to something that has a post credit scene that has a mid credit scene. And, and like they changed the industry. Is that a good or bad thing? I think it's a I bad thing. I think it's, I think it's a I, negative. I, just, I think it's a trend that'll happen at some point. At some point, we will get back to like the era of like '80s action heroes, like Stallone and Schwarzenegger. But right now, we're in this like era of like comic booky superhero movies, and it's just it's just the way Hollywood will go. It, it, it's a trend that'll it'll last for a little bit, and when it doesn't, it'll it'll it's, end up going the way of the western and have its fans. But it, you it's, know, it, it, it'll it, cycle around at some point. It'll, you know, uh, when I. It, Someone asked was was in response. So you went and saw the Batman, and you weren't hoping that leads to a sequel. I went, no, I want, I no, absolutely. If it was good, I want a sequel to the Batman. But I went to see yeah. the Batman to see the Batman. I didn't go to see hoping. I didn't go in hoping. I hope, I hope there's a you know, hope there's, hope there's a three spinoff show on HBO Max and, and all that <laughs> stuff. You know, I just I, I went to see the Batman for the Batman. So, but yeah, that, I think that's, that that's how I go approach all these, even the, even the Marvel movies, I try to approach it that way, but I can't help it. Cause it's like, you know, I go see it, but then there's this cameo, there's that cameo, everyone's all over the place. So, and sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't like even in things where I like, you know, think I, I like it and I think it works out like daredevil and she Hulk, like, was it hundred percent necessary? Not really, but like, I, you know, I guess when you're that big of a universe, you can kind of pull from different areas if the story I, warrants look, it. Look, I get I know a lot of I'm I'm a fan, but I know so I realize that that I I'm in a bubble when it comes to a lot of things like this, right? And so I'm not I don't get offended when a Scorsese or another, you know, a director, um, let's see, um What's his name? Uh, Kill Bill. Tarantino. Tarantino. You know, says I I wouldn't do a I wouldn't do a Marvel film. I wouldn't do an MCU film. That's not real film. I I I get the the criticism. They don't want to come in there and play. They want to make their film. They don't want to go in there and have a deal with an overarching narrative and producer driven storylines and you know, play in that sandbox. So that doesn't mean that people don't like the films. It just, I'm not going to, I'm not going to shit on a director for being honest and saying, no, I, don't, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't, I don't, I don't think that stuff is all that, not my interest. I, I don't want to do that. I have no problem with that. Yeah. I mean, it's, guys like Tarantino don't want to be controlled. And it seems like when you go into the MCU, Maybe someone of a controlling environment, but then, like you know, you look at someone like Ryan Coogler, who's able to do what he wants on Black Panther. 
So it, it depends. It depends, you know, I guess on the actor, um, actor on the director, you know, I, I wonder how much. John if you Favreau, make an, yeah, you make an MCU film, you have to concede a certain amount certain of things, creativity. Yeah. Like, I wonder how much because creativity you, yeah. John Favreau was like hindered between Iron Man films. Cause at one point, you know, Iron Man happened before the MCU, technically, right? Like yeah, before it exploded, yeah. before the Disney purchase. Iron Man 2 is different, right? Because that's kind of more of a, like a Feige thing than anything else. And then I wonder, you know, and then someone like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. You know, he seemed to do really well with adding My his cousin. sense of you know horror. That? Cousins? I, well, that's why you're a big Spider-Man fan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know, he was able to stretch his horror elements in that movie, but <laughs> still play within the MCU sandbox. Like those two work really well. So I, I wonder what it was like. And then this, you got people like the, Fru- the, the Russos who I think are complete hacks. that can't do anything without Feige. So I, well, I think it, it caters itself to some people better than others. It's you, you mentioned Sam Raimi and then, you know, Dr. Strange, the last one. That's true. He injected some of his, uh, uh, creative uh, sensibility yeah. into that. Film. There's a lot of it in there, but you had me, a, a fan of superhero movie of the superhero movie genre, who liked the first one. Didn't mm. didn't go see it because you're free. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there from you know wanda tv or wandavision and there's you, you know, should watch it and then a the next time we do a stuff. show let me know how, how am i going to watch it i don't have disney plus where's it I, is it I, on anything I'm gonna else? go to walmart and buy it on dvd i don't, I don't know if I, I, I don't have a dvd player anymore maybe i do i got playstation you, you, still you got a playstation your playstation can do it yeah talk you got you talk to you got the the general and, and the, the linemen they'll figure it out uh, okay that's a good idea let me watch that and then yeah okay. I'm, i think it'll be a fascinating experiment because like you yeah. said you haven't seen wandavision that's a big part of that movie but then you have sam raimi doing his own thing simultaneously yeah i think it'd be a fascinating experiment i will do that we'll and we'll come back and discuss on the social hour how about yeah. that yeah okay sounds good so yeah. i'm not so you we're kind of on the same wave, wavelength as far as that topic. We think that I think maybe I think that the MCU has the the negative impact is a little more substantial than uh, mm-hmm. than you do. And, and I'm, I'm certainly you know I'm not saying that people are like they've been super successful. What are you talking about? I said that's not my that's not my point, my friend. My point is. I mean, like I said, I mean, prime example, I'm not going to go see this flash because it doesn't lead to anything. There's nothing coming after. There's nothing, you know, and that's people have, I don't know. What if you go see the, the MCU, flash? They go, yeah, they go see, they go see the film, go see the film, go see flash. All I'm flash. saying is if you don't go see the flash, you're not going to support it. You're not going to make money. Then Warner Brothers is going to think no one likes it. You know, maybe we don't get a Batman Beyond movie. What if you support it and you go see it? It makes yeah. a ton of money, and all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, people love Keaton's Batman. Well, maybe we should make Batman Beyond." Like, I don't know. There's like, also anything there's can also, happen. There's also the fact that ninety nine percent of these people who are saying, "I'm not going to go see the Flash because what's not oh, because, of, because of it ends the DCU and blah blah blah," 
they're all going to go. They're, they're going to go see it. They're going to see it several times. So DC Comics is rebooting itself for like next month again. The dawn of DC. <laughs> they do this every time. If anything, this is more comic book accurate than Marvel. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It, continuity. <laughs> was, the New Fifty Two, uh, DC Rebirth, <laughs> Infinite Frontier, Dawn of well, DC. They've rebooted the to... comic line four years. That's just I mean, the, recently. Go back to this is accurate. <laughs> Crisis on Infinite Earths and Zero yeah. Hour and all that. I oh mean, my god! Final, yeah, like it's Flashpoint. Like, if anything, this is very comic book accurate. You, you're not get you, you don't get more comic book accurate than what the Flash is going to give you. I'm sorry. You know you're where two you... different Batman's, different timelines, and a whole new character in Supergirl. That's the most yeah. comic book accurate thing you've ever seen. You you know where you don't have to worry about that stuff. Else worlds, yeah. Black but uh, see, see, where we differ, where we differ, you and I yeah. is I'm very interested to see what they do with this shared universe, Batman. Because if the MCU's run its course and they're just starting up, that's not going to bode well either. Unless these movies are fire. If, yes. if people are getting Correct. tired of the MCU and all of a sudden DC's like, here's our MCU carbon copy. Well, that's again that brings up my another point is. You had even your with, shot in 2016 and you blew it. It might be time it, to think about other things, but even with the shared universe DCU stuff, if you do it like the MCU, yeah, you're right. That's that's tired. It's done. It's some. It's you're doing something else. that everyone's already fed up with. Yes, <laughs> you've done you've over. done something that someone else has already done and done it successfully, and it's starting to wane just a little bit. You're see now the cases with DCs. You're banking on you're going with your A list characters in this reboot, whereas Marvel's kind of teetering on. We're waiting on the X Men. We're waiting on the X Men. We have maybe we have Spider Man and the Eternals. We have a new Captain America. But like DC's like we're going to come at you with our A listers. We're going Superman, Batman to start off. Maybe that's the difference. We'll see. But you know, so Superman has them in the draw. Superman is first. Superman Legacy. Oh, that's so rough. Okay. I don't know how to judge Superman movies anymore, man. I just Let don't. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this. That Superman movie performs about the same as Man of Steel and Superman Returns. Not good. It's not good, but then the next movie's Batman, so I think that that's our safety net. But if the Superman movie fares as good as Man of Steel and Superman Returns, it's probably the last Superman movie you see for like 30 years. I, I just think there's so much riding on that because I'm of the opinion, opinion, let me let me say that, let me clarify, that Superman, as iconic as the character is, just does not appeal to the general audience in a huge overwhelming manner which stinks you might I, be right I, you might be right I, I there was no reason for man of steel not to do better oh it's so good yeah because i mean it, look i'm one of the ones who defends the movie i know it it got poor it got reviewed poorly i think it's great. and whatnot but i i you know, it had a decent cinema score. I, I don't think it was. I don't, like it was a, good. I don't think I it was B, but I mean, I got a few criticisms of it. And you, you had, I mean, it wasn't like they weren't secret about having Nolan's name attached to it. 
He's no. coming off the Dark Knight trilogy. The producer he was part of the mark. He was the he was a a producer, co-wrote the story. It was front no, and center when it came. I mean, they was almost they were like they were presenting it as a Chris Nolan film, was some, almost, yeah. and it still didn't. Still wasn't yeah, all I don't that. Know. You know, it didn't perform as like they thought they had a they thought they had a billion dollar film with that. They really did. I defend it, but. Yeah, I'm shocked myself. I, I would, I just, but I think Garrett, you know, like, Garrett, Garrett Greff, shout out to Garrett. Garrett oh, loves Kirk Superman, Cousin, yeah, oh. you know, and we talked about that briefly and I was like, he, he said, if it doesn't do, if it is, doesn't, I mean, this, this really has to be a knock your socks off blockbuster success. I really think it's gotta be. To that's what I said. That. If, if this, if this isn't that, they then they're just saying, all right, we're relying on Batman. That's the next movie because it's Batman, and then we're really going to get a test to see if he shakes his Bat moneymaker. Because if he comes off that bomb of a Superman movie, if it does, yeah. But I, if it does bomb, like I don't think you see Superman for thirty years because, because that's it. Just... Like I, I think you throw your hands up and say we it works on TV for some reason. It's not working on the big screen. We're just gonna we're just gonna sit back on it for a while, and it sucks because then like how do you have a shared universe of freaking Superman, and then oh, unless you know he turns into the Hulk. And and TV, it's because you can make stuff less expensive, and there is uh, there's a um, there's a audience for that stuff, and it doesn't have you know. Let's I mean let's be honest. Smallville was a was a niche show mm. on a small network, but had a loyal audience, so it was a success, relatively speaking. Same for same for this Superman and Lois. Um, but there's just something. There's something with Superman. I mean, every people have Superman tattoos. They have super, wear Superman shirts, t-shirts, and stuff. I mean, how many, like how many times you go on the character. road? You got the sticker. Somebody is back windshield. You know, yeah. the logo's everywhere. So, and Garrett, you know, as I bring up Garrett again, he was like, I asked him the same question. We talked about this, and he said it would just tell me that. Super Superman is more of an icon. Just the icon, the uh, iconography of it, as opposed to people being interested in seeing him on a in a film. And I don't know that's why that doesn't translate to me. That's weird. How it doesn't translate. That's because we we're in our bubble, Pete. We 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 love Superman. We'll go yeah. see Superman movies. I got. We'll I'm looking at. I got, a, I got a box full of Superman comics right here. I mean, I, 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 I can't fathom anyone not. You know, there you yeah. go. I pulled one out. They're, yeah. they're, they're everywhere. So, yeah. All right. Good conversation. Right? I had a good time. I enjoyed it. You're not going to block me on Twitter, are you? No, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> like him. I know. That I, I'm just thankful that you're still with Batman on film, despite the fact that I'm a colossal disappointment. Ah, yeah. I enjoy your company. Thank you. Because apparently I'm colossally disappointing people left and right yeah. in this world. I'm, I'm happy that I get to call you my friend. That made my day. <laughs> That's fine. That made my day. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. You want to plug something? You sound like Go. Elvis there. Uh, no, I didn't do my Elvis voice. You sound like it. 
Be like Austin probably... Butler and stuck in that voice. There you go. You go see Elvis. Have you seen Elvis yet? Because I, I have not I, seen was, Elvis. That no. was a mandate. You're making me go see Doctor Strange too. You need to go see. You need to watch Elvis. You got HBO go, Max. I do, of course, I do. Put that some bitch on and watch it. All right, I'll watch Elvis. How long is what, it? Two hours. Two forty-five, something like that. Forty-five. I had a feeling it's gonna be three hours. All right. You sit through a damn three-hour superhero movie. This is hey. I mean, it's it's kind of a superhero movie. I'm, is I'm, it, I'm not a huge Elvis guy. I mean, I like Elvis, but nothing compared to you. Maybe it'll enlighten you more about it. You know, Elvis owes, he's OG comic book. I know he's yeah. Captain Marvel Jr. fan. Yeah, Captain Marvel Jr. Oh, my favorite, my favorite comic book hero. Live, fly the rock of eternity, speed of light. <laughs> oh, rock of eternity. Wow, okay. It's, I mean. I'm telling you, and I'm not, right. you know, I, yes. Elvis is kind of sort of a comic book superhero movie. Right. Promise. Okay. And if you and if you watch it and you tell me I'm full of shit, I will give I'll write you a check for a thousand dollars in Monopoly money. Fair? I would rather get a year's free subscription to Batman on film. That'd be okay. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> one one year. No, how about this? Lifetime free subscription to Batman. Lifetime free. That means you can't retire. Yeah. Are you ready to make that bet? <laughs> I didn't think about that part. I'll do it for the BOFers <laughs> out there. I didn't think about that part. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll that's right. a bet. Okay. All right, here we go. That's it. I just saved Babbitt on film forever. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, you can follow me on social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, and Zach Snyder's favorite social media platform, Vero at Pete Illustrated. Uh, if you like Hasbula, check out my Instagram account. I have the largest Hasbula fan page out of the state of New Jersey. Um, if you like superhero podcasts, check out straight underscore O underscore G, uh, straight out of Gotham. That's a news-based podcast that I co-host with the champion of Long Island, Eric Holzman. I also do the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast with Nicholas and Nico Caruso. Uh, that's Italian's at Italians for Spidey on Twitter. Today. We haven't done an episode in a while because scheduling has been really rough. I work a lot of weekends and uh, they're normal people. So <laughs> they have a life. Uh, check out at Team Yellow Oval. That's fun with Keaton popping up in the flash, doing a lot of fun stuff on Twitter. Um, check out, what else I got? I'm on BatmanOnFilm.com and Batman on Film YouTube. I've got toy reviews and interviews on both. I've got comic reviews on, on Batman on Film proper. And uh it's summertime's coming around soon, so make sure you check out my music playlist uh, I did for like uh, I was like the top inspired by songs from yeah. Batman movies. That's so gonna be fun. It's always fun yeah. to check out during the summer, and because uh, barbecue season's around the corner, and uh, you need to listen to something while you're grilling that burger. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, what do you got? What do you got? You got a couple things. You got a couple projects. I, all I got, Batman dash on dash film dot com. Just go there. You can find. Everything, social media, you can find ways to support Batman on film. But just go. And I always, I, as I say, uh, you know, go and read the site and support the stuff that these guys do. Not me particularly, but yeah, we have comic book reviews and and other things. You know, mm -hmm. I got Straight Out Gotham podcast can be found there. Uh, Batman Book Club. Batman Book Club, Lauer's show can be found there. Yeah, there's all kind of stuff. 
that can be found there. And I will guarantee you the best coverage on the net of the Penguin and the Batman Part 2 will be found on Batman on film. Period. I don't think that's ever up for question. Period. And we won't spoil we may, it. We may you. even cover Gotham Knights. You never know. We may have some special reviews coming out of that. That's not going to happen. <laughs> we'll see. Someone we'll forgets see. we talked there was a there was a recap show for Gotham going yeah, around. There was at one time. <laughs> at one point are you website. uh are you back on the detective comics wagon? Uh I'm reading it, I'm reviewing it for the site, but I, I know not, that. I have not purchased an issue. I'm not no, I'm not enjoying it. No, it's not my are you favorite. reading Batman? I am. I think it's better. I'm still not. You like it. the the Batman of Gotham storyline. Batman of Gotham. That's the that's new storyline. There's a new Zarsky story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I it, I think it's better. I'm still not really enjoying it. I just kind of feel, I'm just I'm tired. I feel like we've done this before, and I'm a little just a, kind of tired of it. You know. So we'll see. I, I want to see where it goes. But I'm real not quick, really I was. It. I I've been like. I, I I quit Batman for a while there at the end of uh, the last creative team. Tom King? It. Was it Tom no, King? No, after Tom King. Oh, uh, Tynan. Probably, yeah. And then I jumped back on with um, Sadarsky. It wasn't a, wasn't a huge fan of, um, what was that? Uh, fell safe. I wasn't a huge fan of that art. Did not enjoy that either. But, and then I thought, oh, it's going to be another, you know, Bruce Wayne is dead and they're going to have a temporary Batman and yeah. all this. But mm-hmm. it was something that I wasn't expecting at all. Okay. Which I quite enjoy because it, it took Bruce Wayne back to his like very, his roots and his, you know, so what that's, that's what's going on right now. So I am, yes, I'm enjoying the Batman what I'm of Gotham What I'm actually line. enjoying the most right now is Batgirls and the uh, the Joker, the man who, uh, the Joker book that's out right now. That's very good. Um, in terms of Batman, that's probably like my, my favorite. And uh, the Batman Joker Deadly Duo, those are like my three favorite books at the moment. That's a good one, the Deadly Duo? Yeah, I think it's very, me and, me and Lau are very high on it. Um, very high on it you know what you would like is that a I black you... label thing uh, or is maybe. it in is it in continuity it's not in continuity it's its own thing i think you would like uh gotham city year one it's, oh i'm liking that you... yeah I, I yeah like that's that. good that slam bradley story is very good yeah um you know you know martin yes. scorsese Deadly duo gonna... is black label yeah martin scorsese is going to do a slam bradley uh elseworlds film for warner brothers DC Studios. I, I think that would be amazing. I really do. Yeah, I, I think it would be incredible if he did it. If he actually did it, because that's probably the only super the DC character he because he's not a superhero. It's not Bradley. Yeah, I think it would be fantastic. He'd be remaking Chinatown. <laughs> Let's go. All right. So that's all I got. Go check out Batman on film for all that stuff. Uh, announcer Rachel will take us out. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the BOF Social Hour, Jet's official vlog and podcast on Batman on Film. Follow Jet on Twitter, at Batman on Film. Follow the BOF newsfeed on Twitter, at the Batman on Film. For Jet and everyone at BOF, I'm announcer Rachel. Authoritative, definitive, the original, Batman on Film, established in 1998.
Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.